We wanted to take a second to address the current state of our nation and society. Too many black men and women have lost their lives at the hands of the police in the oppressive system we live in. The recent murder of George Floyd is not a wake-up call. It's just the same damn alarm that's been ringing for black men and women for centuries. We stand in solidarity of the many who are fighting, protesting, and raising their voices on the front lines to end police murder and brutality and systemic oppression of black people. Black lives matter. It's impossible for us not to address this when talking about a league and entity that is made up of almost 70% of black men. Our job as white men is to shut up and listen to the black voices and to amplify them. You can do this by donating to the many amazing organizations fighting this fight day in and day out, including Black Lives Matter, Campaign Zero, and Freedom Funds based in your city. Our podcast is designed to bring some fun and joy for a sliver of your day. Stay safe. We love you all. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Welcome to Debates on Tap Presents Football, the show. But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I mean, Sam Darnold needs five downs to get a first down. Bears season's going to end on a double doink. Baker Mayfield is better at throwing to the other team. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. Hey, dipshit, you talking to the mic when I tell you to. I'm I'm the I'm the head man, and you do what I I'll kick you. You dipshit, talking to me? Yeah. Oh, are you about to get fired from a a losing football team? I would never get fired. You dipshit. Why'd you kick me? Because you can't how, talk into a microphone. How dare you? This, ladies and gentlemen, is NFL show presented by Two Thirds Debates on Tap. No, that's my show. Uh, I'm Brendan, and I am Urban. <laughs> I am Urban Pyre. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Throw me on a pyre because I'm done, baby. Boy, is he? He's out of there. What an idiot. You know, I I definitely thought, and I think Brian and I had this conversation that there's no way Urban Meyer is going to make it through the season, right? Like, come on. Just all the shit. That Come on, calling his uh, assistant coaches losers, losers, kicking his kicker. Not even like not even not being able to game plan. None of it. None, cheating the team, on his wife during the season. <laughs> the team actively, you know, sometimes you know teams can look bad over a stretch, but you know you see improvement in players. You see improvement in the game plan. That never happened with the Jaguars. They always uh, look bad. Yeah, I'll tell you this. And to have to have Trevor Lawrence and him him look bad i mean it's atrocious from top to bottom they uh they're able to hire college coaches as early let's see this comes out on sunday i believe tuesday yes the i think it would be a mistake first to do that yeah and i think they should look no further than with the quarterback they have and if they can get some good talent in this draft they should look at somebody that's very close to our hearts i know and who deserves a head coaching job 100 percent deserves it mr eric b i know i think he could turn he because Eric Bannemi is a culture man. He he will make a great locker room culture. Every player loves him. I don't know why that... I, I, I just, you know, and hindsight's always hindsight. But even at the time, Urban Meyer got that job. And everyone went, what about Eric Bannemi? What about Todd Bolt? What about all these other qualified coaches of color, of, you know, uh, being white, things like that, that didn't get the job? Or, and Urban Meyer did. And then just from the very... From the jump... Urban Meyer not understanding how free agency worked. Yeah. Stating he that baffled him. The whole idea of players having their own auto- 
autonomy to pick and choose where they wanted to go. Where Urban's used to college recruiting, where you meet them, um, you know, you you judge their character, you say, yeah, this is going to be a good player for us. Where in the NFL, NFL players, man, like if it's a good fit for them, great. Otherwise, they can pick wherever the hell they want to yeah. go. Yeah, you do not have the control of where they go. Yeah, and then the biggest, I mean, I mean, then he signed Tim Tebow just because he's his friend yeah. over qual- over qualified people, t- tight ends on the team and tight ends available yep. to sign to then cut him because Tim Tebow actively was very bad on yep. the field. Uh, and then to the, I don't know, I mean, kicking the, as Brian alluded to in, in, the, in the wonderful opening, in a preseason game, co- going up to a kicker who's stretching bef- in, during warm-ups, kicking him in the leg and saying, hey, dipshit, make your fucking kicks. And then Josh Lambeau said, don't don't ever kick me again. Yeah, I, I'm a fucking NFL player. Like, I'm a man. I'm not your, one of your college guys you could fucking push around. I told Vargas this. Uh, even kickers in the NFL, I would say right. 99.9% of players in the NFL could fucking roll yeah. Urban Meyer. So, I, like, the balls to think that yeah. you can just kick whoever you want. And, and that's the thing. You know, after they lost, I think it was, they lost, it, they, were, they were in Ohio. It was a whole thing where they lost the game. They had a bye week. Rather than traveling with the team back to Jacksonville, Urban said, nah, I'm going to go to my local bar yep. that I frequented in, in college because he was the famous Ohio State uh, coach for a long time. And apparently it's a bar he owns or started or something. Very weird. That's when the pictures came out of him at a bar with someone who's not his wife, very young person, things like that. And then afterwards, you know, the news broke. It was dumb. It was stupid. He thought that he could go to these NFL players and just be like, hey, stupid decision. It's on me. But what he did instead was basically pass the buck. NFL players laughed him out of meetings. Yeah. And was like, we don't have to like, you're a joke, man. We're not going to deal with your shit. Like we are men. (laughs) Like we're not college players who defer to you for everything. His actions and persona are that of a man who is who didn't leave his high school town and now works totally. at the car dealership totally and is a piece of shit but instead of a car dealership he got a job coaching a football team and then they had pretty good success in at the collegiate level and then he got his way you know what's baffling is that he got this job and then there was the whole thing that came out that he was teaching a college course about leadership Yikes. Don't listen what to a, Urban Meyer about leadership. What a guy. Listen joke. to his <laughs> half brother, Rural Meyer, <laughs> who's a much better leader. You made that joke the other night. It was very, very funny. Oh, boy. Oh. Well, what do we have for the Chiefs? Because we are recording this, pulling back the curtain, the day after the thrilling yeah. overtime win on Bri- Thursday Night Brian Football. did a funny thing, and he wanted to. Re- he, jo- he brought up recording before the game. Because if we had lost. <laughs> <laughs> this recording would be much less funny and a lot more somber and, yes. and what the fuck is going on we're going to lose everything right the, the world is falling down in okay so let's talk about the chiefs chargers thursday night thursday night thriller divisional game crazy things i want to i want to i want to submit a, a, a little monologue okay at, yeah. at brandon saley head coach of the chargers great head coach love him to death called science is a liar sometimes by the wonderful show it's always sunny in philadelphia by mac i'm not going to stand here and present some egg-headed scientific argument based on fact i'm just regular dude i like to drink beer you know i love my family i won't change my mind because i don't have to 
because I'm an American. I won't change my mind on anything, regardless of the facts that are set up before me. I'm dug in, and I'll never change. <laughs> that is uh, that is a beautiful monologue. Science is a liar sometimes, because <laughs> analytics fucked Brandon Staley very hard in this game. Yeah, I and, don't even think it was analytics. I think it was Brandon Staley's stubbornness. I think it was, because you read... So basically, they are the first team since 2000 to fail fourth and goal twice before halftime. Yeah, man. Isn't that crazy? Fourth and goal. They went for five fourth down um, uh, tries and only co- and failed to convert three of them. They only converted two first down, uh, fourth down tries. And one of them was at like the 30. Yeah, something crazy, one right? One of them that they failed. I-, I think the analytics you look at supported each one of those tries because, again, I mean, you're playing the Chiefs. A Chiefs team... Especially the way they were running the ball. The way they were running the ball... You're running it down the throat of of a depleted Chiefs defense. You didn't have Chris Jones, stalwart of the of the defensive line. Yep. You didn't have Willie Gay, super athletic linebacker who's running all over the place. You didn't have Legarius Sneed, who uh, is a great cornerback cornerback in the secondary. And the Chargers were just running all over the Chiefs. I think they had over 200 yards, or at least or like one. It was like 192 or something like that. Yeah. And on those fourth down tries, they kept passing the ball they kept yeah. uh, just running plays that just the analytics supported them going for it because when you're playing the chiefs you're not trying to stop the chiefs offense you're trying to outpace the chiefs offense yeah. right and you do that with touchdowns and you do that with goals. touchdowns and scores and scores and scores and so i plot brandon staley i mean the math checks out man every time he he went yes we're keeping on the field for this fourth and one fourth and goal let's go that's great he was playing madden Dude. But the play calling was just, man, what was, I don't I don't quite understand what he was thinking in some of those play calls. Here's the thing though. The way that our offense was after that first drive, right? Right. Looked uh, typical Chiefs fashion. Yeah, the way we've been doing this. Just season. come out firing all cylinders, eleven play drive, takes up a couple minutes, score. We look great. And then the, ga- the gas runs out of the lane. Two and a half two and a half quarters. <laughs> we sort of yeah, stall a little bit. Yeah. Right? So when you see that, when you come out and see that, you're like, okay, we need to score. It's like, well, our defense is actually right. doing okay. Like, let's try one. Okay, we didn't get that fourth and goal. Right. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. The There's second a lot, one, a lot of football left. Let's get points. Yes. Because, again, if they would have, even if they would have kicked two of them, right. even one of them, they would have been, there would not have been an overtime. Yeah, totally. 100%. 100%. So, I just. Yeah, that, that's what's wild to think about. If, man. They, if on any of those fourth down tries, they would have just kicked a field goal. Yep. I think all their all the players Keeping, though, I think are with Brandon totally. Staley. I think if you would ask them would you have done differently? No. Not yeah. not a chance. We're playing the fucking Chiefs who as we saw went scorched earth in the fourth quarter, right? Yep. yep. Who went on after Patrick Mahomes threw a let's let's say a wild interception, right? The, Was it wild? Well, the defense defensive end linebacker came around, tipped it up in the air and caught it on the the one yard line, right? Yep. I'm thinking. Uh, am I thinking of a different one with Nuosu, where he just grabbed it out of the air? That was the same one, right? I don't know. Maybe that one didn't seem wild to me. That was just Patrick Mahomes trying to throw right in this dude's lane, and he yeah, was just right there. Sure. Well, you know I, what I mean? No, no, don't no, you mean? Uh, I don't think you're science. You're alive sometimes. Uh, but no. Uh, after that interception and subsequent Chargers score off a previous Chargers turnover yeah. by the Chiefs, yeah. right? Um, uh, the Chiefs scored on three subsequent drives to win the game. 
and which is crazy to me, right? Because yeah, two he, two to tie it up, and then the last one. Then in the last one over overtime in a in a fantastic throwing catch to Kelsey. Yeah, where he just outran the entire Charger secondary. Yep. No, no one could tackle him. Really, really bad pursuit angles. Really bad tackling. Which was kind of the Chargers defense for the most part. I mean, they Chargers defense a lot oh, for a lot of the game had poor poor tackling. We had a lot of big plays. A lot of big plays. Uh, uh, Kelsey, what was six consecutive thousand yard seasons that he hit last night with 191 yards or something like that? Yep. Tyreek also had 100 plus yards. Uh, Mahomes looked great, other than yes, a couple bad decisions, and then that one pass that was a for sure touchdown that he just didn't help grab the ball properly. Did you watch his post game? You were driving home. Oh, he was pissed about it. I think. Yeah, yeah he right. Was. He was like, he said uh, he wanted to say fucking. Oh, sure. <laughs> but he was like, I friggin' dirted it. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So he was still thinking about. It. I mean, that's stuff, oh, the yeah. stuff that you know he thinks about. Don't think that he does not going to read Twitter because he's already thinking about it. Correct. So you, yeah, you don't have to tell. You don't have to bring it up. You don't have to tweet at him. He yeah. he gets it, man. But uh, but yeah, whenever I mean in typical fashion, and and again Thursday night games are insane. Thursday night games are always wild and crazy, right? On both sides of the ball, you, like we already talked about the Chiefs inactives. I mean, on the Chargers side of the ball, they, they uh, for, because of COVID, uh, their starting left tackle, Sean Slater, was out. They had a couple of other um, defensive pieces that were out. And then Derwin James left the game, I think, after halftime with his hamstring injury, his lingering hamstring issue. And they had, they had two pretty big injuries uh, right up top on the first like, yeah, two plays of the game. brutal. Still yeah. haven't heard about that tight end. Yeah, I, I, all I heard was that he is alert in the hospital and doing okay, but other other than having a awful head injury, yeah. you know, which was brutal to watch, and for Joe Buck to say, well, Cold it is out. chilly in, yeah. in Los Angeles. Insane. Insane. So... Yeah, Chargers, uh, Chargers. Chiefs beat the Chargers in a sh- on a short week. Both sides had multiple injuries, losses, things like that. And the Chiefs offense woke up and and won the goddamn game. Um, there were times that the Chiefs defense, you know, got takeaways, stopped them on multiple fourth fourth and uh, fourth down tries, and did enough here and there. Um, at the end of the game, it was kind of like both quarterbacks were like, "Put the game on my back. I'm, we're we're going, man." Yeah. You know. Um, so fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to see because I think Brandon Staley, he's, he's a great head coach. He's a great head coach for the chargers. Chargers have a lot of great pieces. So it's going to be a lot of fun to see what happens in the future with, with the chargers and the AFC West. And at the time of this recording, yeah, not the time you're hearing this because the Patriots play (laughs) on Saturday. Yeah. They play the Colts on Saturday. So it might be different, but currently the chiefs have the number one seed in the AFC seed in the AFC. So let's talk about big AFC week. For yeah. us, I mean, big big weeks on on both sides, both conferences. But, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about a couple games from the previous week. Um, yeah. So previous week, uh, Chiefs went scorched earth on the Raiders, <laughs> beating them forty eight to nine, which was fantastic. And then turned around five days later and played a, played another football game. Uh, Browns beat the Ravens. Yeah, that was a weird one in an in a crazy game where uh, uh, did I'm sorry. This is there's been so much that's happened in the past week. But did uh, Lamar Jackson, did he start and leave, or did he just not play at all? I cannot remember. Mm, I'll defer to our other Oh, he, he started and, and left the yeah, game. That's like right. I said. And then Trace Huntley came in, and magnificent effort by Huntley, but he man. He does well whenever he needs called upon. But I it's know, just but not, it's just not enough. That, that Browns defense was all over the place. And then now, I mean, we'll talk about here in a second about this week's game. But goddamn, I mean, I think I read it was like 10... Brown starters are out with COVID and all this new shit that's happening. So yeah. it's nuts. But anyway, so uh, let's see. 
Cowboys beat Washington in a, in a very fun, thrilling game. Uh, Seahawks finally righted the ship a little bit and beat the Texans. I'm curious how that's going to look going forward. Uh, Chargers ended up being the, beating the Giants and everything. Uh, 49ers beat the Bengals in overtime. So is this an interesting that the 40, 49ers are looking better? Or is it the unfortunate Bengals curse that we've put upon them the past several weeks? I think it's a little bit of both. Kittle has come back from his injury playing out of his mind. He looked um, really great in that game. And it's yeah. hard to stop a healthy Kittle. So it's, it's a true. little bit of both. Um, we'll see how they do this week. I don't, I still don't think they're Super Bowl contenders again. No, but, I think, um, but they can, they can mess up that division quite a bit. Yeah. They can make the playoffs still. Yeah, totally. Uh, and then Buccaneers beat the bills in a, in an overtime game where the B- Buccaneers had that game just down pat. And then the bills tried their best to come back. Uh, Josh Allen, pretty big, not big, but pretty like I don't, I can't think of a way to say it because it wasn't a severe injury, but it's it was basically rolled his ankle, taped the f- they rolled used a, the fuck out of his ankle. They used a roll and a half of tape, yes, to it, tape it. Up. He looked like it looked like he was pieced together by by athletic. Yeah, tape. he was ninety percent tape. And then after the game, he was in a walking boot. So it's I'm curious what that's going to look like with his mobility and things like that because I guarantee that that hindered him quite a bit in in their ability to to finish Make that plays, game right. Yeah. And then Monday Night Football was a lot of fun. Uh, Rams beat the Cardinals, which was wild to think about. Because, I, I mean, that was a game we were talking about that I think we were both excited to watch. And that was a pretty back-and-forth game where the Rams just, everything clicked with the Rams, and they finally got every, got everything cooking at the right time. Yeah, so, I mean, they are, again, they're still one of my favorites. Those three, for, for me, the most right. fun are the Cardinals, the Packers, and the and the Rams. Totally, and that's what, yeah. I know I, the Bucks have Brady still. Right. But they're playing a lot of defense right now. Right. Um, and that's what another game, Packers put up 45 over over the Bears in that yeah. game. They just... They started weird, though. They did start very weird. And then they were like, okay, we, we're fine. We own... Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears, yeah. so we're going to... He just them. had to go up to his suite. Yeah. <laughs> so this week's games in week 15. We're almost done. We're almost done. Just uh, three, three, more, three more weeks of football, man. Yeah. That's what's wild to think about. Uh, a lot of implications this week. There's a lot of interesting games... Uh, because of the implication, mm-hmm. Brian. We're not going to harm anybody. Double anybody. sunny reference on this episode. <laughs> uh, the Patriots play the Colts on Saturday night, like Brian said. Um, huge AFC game because, yeah. as Brian alluded to, if the Colts' defense and Jonathan Taylor can... <laughs> yeah. can I mean, that's essentially the lifeblood of this, this Colts team. Can hold off the Patriots. That just reinforces the Chiefs top spot at the AFC, which would help us out a ton. But it would also give the Colts the Colts are fucking they're on they're getting hot at the right time. They are getting hot at the right time. Uh and I don't know if you watch them the in season hard knocks stuff. Oh no I haven't yeah. They've yeah. been preaching confidence this past couple weeks. Right. Um and that gets with a team with that defense and that running back exactly be very dangerous and going I, into and the I late think season. Lately Carson Wentz has stopped turning the ball over and I think that's helping them out a ton. Yeah. So I'm hoping, yes, the, the Colts Saturday night, that's, that'll be a fascinating game to watch because if the Colts can knock over the Patriots, that's going to help the Chiefs even more to secure that number one spot. Patriots are 7-1 and one in the conference. Which is bananas to think about. And no one else is close to that in the AFC. <laughs> right. So even if we tie, we're going to lose that tiebreaker yeah, uh, right. to the Patriots. Because, so yeah, we, we, don't, we don't play the Patriots this, yeah, this year. So yeah, so we need them to lose. Yeah, we, we definitely need. If you're to a Chiefs lose. fan, you want the Patriots to lose, as obviously. well as well as the Bills being seven and six that knocked them down uh, a little bit because the Patriots, of course, they they're number one in that division, 
and the Bills being seven to six it hurts them a lot. But uh, moving on to Sunday games because there's only one Saturday game, which is interesting. I thought there were two Saturday no? games. Um, unless I'm absolutely crazy on ESPN, it only shows one Saturday game. Interesting. I don't want to call you crazy because that's a form you know of what? gaslighting. ESPN is a liar sometimes. Just like science. So so yeah. So Bills play the Panthers on Sunday, which is very interesting. Oh, because two games got moved. To, mo- ah, to Monday and Tuesday. That's, so one of them was a Saturday. Three games game. got moved. That's what it is. So games got moved around. So one of them, yep. So one of them, there used to be two Saturday games. Right. And so we'll talk about that when we get to those games because everyone stay safe. Good God. Hey, real quick. Yeah, let's talk because about I know, it. Because I know the fan base, the NFL draws. <laughs> I don't know the, our, the fan base that our podcast draws. Yeah. But I'm going to say this, and this is a, a sweeping statement, and I'm going to say this to a doctor so you can let's correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But the reason... Doctors are a liar sometimes. <laughs> they are. The reason that... Uh, please listen to your doctors. <laughs> yeah, uh, please, God. <laughs> the reason that a virus is able to um, evolve and mutate so much is that it will get inside a host's system right. and basically, to put it in layman's terms, get stronger and understand why it's right. not effective. Correct. Now, what does a vaccine do? It helps the virus not be able it's harder to enter obviously we know yeah, that fully it's harder it's harder yes harder sick. for that virus cell to to latch on to your cells to to propagate but the problem is if you have one unvaccinated person and that is now mutated <laughs> right. now it's going to hurt the vaccinated people so correct just go get your shots but at this point if you haven't done it i don't think you're gonna do it yeah if you've gotten this far without doing it God love you. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> uh, but just know that you're the reason that we're having so many variants. Right. I'm going to say that. that. That's that's basically it. And if anyone ever tells you, oh, you got vaccinated and that's why it's worse, that is not true. Not true at all. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Bills play the Panthers. I We we need the Bills to lose more games just in case. Just in case. But uh, Panthers aren't going to be the ones. What we really need to happen is later on, because there's not really too many games to talk about between this. I would like the Titans to lose on Sunday. Titans are playing the Steelers, and God bless them. I don't know either side what team is going to show up for this game. Yeah. Because both both these teams are so fucking weird. Steelers are not good. I also still maintain... The Titans are not good. Yeah, I'm with um, you. But Titans are getting Julio Jones back, so that might help them out a little bit. But they still don't have... Didn't really help them when they had Henry. ...a super effective uh, run, running game, which is how that 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 offense runs. And the Steelers, their defense is fine. Offenses sometimes can cook, sometimes burns the toast. So does that work? Does that, work? Does that reference work? I, yeah, I understood it. Uh, so... Uh, so hopefully, fingers crossed, if you are a Chiefs fan, you, we want the Titans to lose this game as yeah. well. And we're obligated to say that the Dolphins play the Jets. The 10-win season is still That's in play. very true. Uh, but since we talked about them, they are now more likely to lose. <laughs> so sorry Ty. about you. Sorry about it, buddy. But the 10-win season is still in play for the Dolphins. We'll say that. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, and then looking through the games, uh, Bengals play the Broncos, which um, I... If you would ask me about this game three, four weeks ago, I would be like, oh, Bengals, totally. But now with the way the Broncos' defense is playing, I, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping the Bengals win. No. Do we want the Bengals or Broncos to win? I don't know. Uh, we want the Bengals to win because we're, we we're play the Broncos again. That's true. And, and then we, we also play them. the Bengals in a yes, couple weeks. Yes. Uh, so I think, I think we want the Broncos to win. Okay. I guess they're, they're farther back. Right. And then just looking through the schedule, Packers play the Ravens. 
Another game where uh, it's a weird one because it's interconference, but it's very important for both. It's teams. interconference, very important for both teams. However, I think Lamar Jackson is out; like he's not playing. Still? Yeah, still, Jesus, still hurt, dude. Yeah, as far as last thing I heard, as of this recording, uh, curtain back. This is Friday. Um, he hasn't practiced still, from my understanding. Yikes! So, and then of course they have just multitude of injuries, like we talked about last week. Marlon Humphreys is out; like it's it's bad in in, in Baltimore right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. Uh, so the the Browns Raiders game was the one that got pushed to Monday. So there's two Monday games yes. now. The five the uh, five o'clock and a eight fifteen game or four o'clock four and seven fifteen. Yeah. Now that this this one was the one supposed to be or the early game on Saturday. That's right. why it got moved to Monday. The other two got moved to Tuesday because so. as we talked about, the Browns have. An insane amount of people on the COVID list. I think a lot of them are vaccinated, which is good. But still, I mean, uh, I think basically by the time all these people went on the COVID list, they would not have enough, quote unquote, negative tests to be able to play the game. And I do believe that they, the NFLPA is going to try to change the way to make it quicker to test out where you only need one negative test instead of two. Which is interesting because the original, this is, I don't want to put my tinfoil hat on at all here. Do it. Um, but the head, the president of LPA is uh, an offensive lineman for the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns had a ton of positives. Yep. The rule is, if you can field a team, you're going to play. So this game where the Browns with a, the NFLPA president gets moved, and then there's a cascade effect where then they move Seahawks and Rams to Tuesday, Washington Eagles to Tuesday, this is very similar to the 2020 season yes. when it happened that way where you'd get games moved and it was very stressful for players. So this year they were like, no. We're not moving any games. You're going to forfeit or you're going to play, right. basically. And and I think and now, the, the players made it, and I will say, this is my tinfoil only halfway on. The players do, they did make a big stink because if the game is not played, the players don't get paid. Yeah. Like that's what happens, right? And so, but then much like 2020 when a game gets moved because of like in Washington, Philadelphia's case, a bunch of Washington players tested positive for COVID. Eagles players are fine. Eagles players are now saying, why did our game get moved and now we have a short week yeah. for our upcoming game and we get screwed? Like, yeah. that's not fair to us. And it's I... Because that's what I'm saying. Well, don't that's, blame them. That's why <laughs> I, I would like, hell too. That's why I liked it about if you can't play, you lose. Right. Like, right. straight up, right? If you, if you can't feel the team, mm-hmm. you forfeit. Even it's, if you're playing... What the Broncos did last year, where they pulled a guy off yeah. out of working at a department store who yep. wasn't even a quarterback. It's just you it's, just got to do it, man. Uh, it sucks. It doesn't put a good product on the field, which I think is what they're looking at—dollars and cents and product. Um, but I mean, it it sucks that they're they're doing it now in week fifteen. Yeah, when shit is mattering. That, you know what I mean? Like that that's, really matters. That's the part of this that rubs me wrong. Way is is that part of it? Well, and that, I think that's also you can make that same argument though. That's why they're not having forfeits because it matters so much that that is very true uh, and, and, but what's bananas to me outside the nfl world like the nba i think is canceling a couple games and the nhl yeah, but they have 900 games a season yeah but the nhl is talking realistically about co- postponing their season again wow. because the covid outbreak among a couple teams is so bad that they just can't play the games i have a few uh a few things i want to say off air to you oh uh this let's the stop it right in here in front of me is not a safe space so <laughs> right so let's finish up the week and then we can talk safely <laughs> uh yeah what are you talking about it's monday night game at four o'clock you i'll i won't even be off work yet by the time yeah. this game starts it's still gonna be a fun one though yeah it will raiders at browns and an important one and a, and a very important game for both these teams uh i don't think we we didn't stress enough the magnitude of how important 
the the Chiefs Chargers games were game was for both of these teams. Yep. Um, basically, whoever won that Chiefs Chargers game was going to be in control of the AFC at large, essentially, especially the AFC West. Yep. Um, for the Chiefs to win that game is gigantic and huge, and and really opens up the path to the number one seed for the for the Chiefs and and for sure playoff spot. Um, much like, I mean, the Raiders and Browns are both are fighting for that last wild card spot. Um, because you look at the standings, and the Browns are number eight, Raiders are number twelve, and seven teams get in the playoffs. Seven teams year, get in so. the playoffs, which is bananas. So these teams are fighting very hard uh, to 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 play. Um, the other Monday night game is Vikings at Bears. Who cares? Um, Seahawks at Rams are, are Tuesday night in a very important divisional game for these teams. The Seahawks are finally starting to kind of fix a couple of the mistakes I they're doing. It won't matter, though. I know. You know? Uh, it won't matter, but it'll be fascinating to see are they still playing well and if the Rams can continue cooking and just roll over a divisional opponent. The Rams need to win this game by a, a good... They, they need, need a good win. They need to say, we're we shutting we're this shit down. Back, we're, we're back. Yeah, we're going to win this division and maybe the conference. So I speaking think it's important of, to them. Speaking of being back, we're uh, back next week for another episode That's of the right. NFL show every Sunday. Of course, if you want to hear the sultry tones of our third our third boy, Vargas, every Monday we have debates on tap or, and another thing, where we talk all things entertainment, nerd, uh, and we try to make it funny for you. So... I believe that's it. Anything else you got? Bananas. I don't understand that reference, but uh, I like it. <laughs> like where your head's at. Oh, you said something else. That was on my mind. You're a hungry boy. I get it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Go Cheats. Go Cheats.